Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? And how do I make money for my podcast? The answer for every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who, who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you are if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear from your podcast. Arguing Brothers. Fellas, how y'all doing today? Starting off with Chris. What's going on? Big Ray, what's good? Man, you know we in the building ready to chop it up for another episode. It's about to be global, baby. And to to the right of me, they call him JD, Alabama's finest. What's good? What's good, brother, man? How you doing today, man? Man, I'm glad you started the podcast off. Hey, man. You did a good job right there. Look, I'm glad to be back in the building. Yeah, Yeah, we we know. I like to say what's up to Key. Hope he's having a good time down in New Orleans. Hope he gets back safe to come back and hang out with the fellas yeah, again. I need a pineapple big shop and, 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 a, and a, a Chinese kitchen plate. Go bonus chicken. Look, while we on there, yeah. every time I'm at home, Kia text me. He be like, "Hey, bro, bring me something back, dog." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, look, so yo, listen. Kia, if you listen to this podcast, I need a Saints T-shirt and a hat, dog. Holla at me, man. Well. Keon, we don't need none of that shit right there. That's first and foremost, man. But I'm glad you uh you're having a good trip. You don't have to tell us everything. We know that you're enjoying yourself, man. Just keep enjoying yourself. Eat good. Live live that blessed life, brother. Hey, yo, Key, this for you. I'm back, Mr. Interruption. I'm back. <laughs> Did you like what he said about you? Hey, I don't care what he said about me. I'm Mr. Interruption. He don't like it so He big. said you. You cut him off all the time. He got a couple more minutes in for his... uh. For everything he want to speak about, Guess because you're not here. I'm back. <laughs> yes. So, fellas, we got some great topics today. You know, a lot of stuff that's going on in the sports world. And our first topic is, should the Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers, boycott the Hall of Fame? Mm. Me, personally, I don't think they should do it. But we're going to go around the table, starting off with Chris. What are your feelings about this? Well... It's interesting because I think the the argument around the players and their relationship with the Hall of Fame is, is definitely evolving. It's definitely growing. I don't think it's unique, though. Uh, there's a similar argument being made of the Heisman Trophy. Some of the former Heisman Trophy winners are wondering what the benefits are uh, in, in relationship to their association with having him won the Heisman. Um, uh, and what, some of, what, what are some of the implications of having had been a winner, what that means for them? Uh, uh, post post uh, post trophy. Gotcha. You know what I mean? 
Um, and similarly, you see people like Eric, Eric Dickerson who are asking the same questions to the NFL Hall of Fame, right? What does this mean? What is our involvement? Are we giving back to the community? Uh, where are we're a nonprofit? Are we a nonprofit organization? Where are the dollars and cents going? So I think it's an argument that's going to continue to evolve over the next few years. Um, it's obvious that people like Eric Dickerson are, are, are uh, taking steps to draw awareness to their cause, and we'll see where it goes. So, so do you think younger players, the players today, should back them on that, or should they say, okay, you know what, it's our it's our time now to get it, it's done. I mean, if you're talking about players who are coming from the college ranks, I think we should allow them the opportunity to be kids, right? and play for their respective teams, enjoy their time in college before they go on to the pros and start to have and uh, take on really, really adult topics, right? And understanding uh, what, what their association with an organization may mean. Simultaneously, we've seen uh, uh, the former quarterback at, uh, uh, for the UCLA Brewers, for instance, uh, who's now, I believe, James, he's with the uh, Buffalo Bills, correct? Which quarterback are you talking about? Uh, for, uh, the, the first round draft pick last year from UC, for UCLA. Oh I'm drawing a blank on his name. UCLA? Rosen. 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 Yeah, he's with Miami. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Uh, but he started drawing a, a lot of awareness to social causes, and he was very outspoken in his positions on, on various social causes. So I think we're going to see uh, more and more of this sort of activism moving forward. I do like to give, again, the, 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 the kids an opportunity to be kids, be student-athletes, before they really dive into these things. So I, I do think you'll see more and more support as the awareness uh, the awareness around, again, Eric Dickerson's cause in association with uh, the, the Football Hall of Fame. You'll see, you'll see uh, more and more attention uh, to, to the cause, and gotcha. I think people, people will get on board. What do you, you think about it, Ray? Hold on, hold on. Hold on for a second, Ray. I'm sorry. So, we're talking about the Hall of Fame, right? Correct. And you just made a comment about Eric Dickinson, right? And and T.O. also was part of this. He was. Boycott, and he wanted to do his own thing. And may that have been personal, may that have been more of a, of a statement that he wanted to make as far as the causes that he wanted to be aware of and how they treat professional athletes and how they treat how the, um, the, um, the writers, sports writers, sports yeah, writers treat professional athletes when they want to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, hold I, on, thought hold on. Terrell's, I thought Terrell, Terrell, Terrell's issues were completely separate and aside from what I think. Was it separate? Because was it yeah. not, or, or was he upset about the process? He felt played. He felt played about the process. Yeah. And hold on, hold on. He didn't get in. No, he didn't get in the first two times. But Randy Moss, first Randy Moss was, was first ballot. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss. And, and do T.O. or Randy Moss, do they have better stats than each other? Because that's actually, they have to have similar they're stats. They're like one Their twin. stats are very similar. Yeah. Both from you first down. So, my and question, so, so not even just that. So, you made another about kids just being kids. NFL doesn't treat those kids coming in, in, in there from the draft or free agency or any other way, any other lane they get there, the process they get there. They don't treat them like kids. It's all business. Sure. Right? Yeah. So, when you get to that level, it's no longer being kids. So, I don't care what age range you are, if you're 21, 22, or 23, or you're 24 years old, you're no longer a kid to them. We're talking about a select few individuals. Well, hold right. on. Let, let Ray answer them. You'll come back. Absolutely. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. What was the question? Not really? Say, <laughs> <laughs> but really and truly, man, like, it sounds like an old and well dad. 
Like, man, back in the day, we used to do this. Oh, a curmudgeon, get off my lawn. Yeah, man. Like, y'all got this now. We ain't had that. But, like, come on, Dickman, bro. I, I, like, like, stop it, man. Why? Like, no. No. You are being selfish. How? I get How's he being selfish? How's he being selfish? Because this is the reason why. How? You're taking away to be able to boycott. So, let's say a lot of the big names don't show up to the Canton induction. Now, you're saying it's about us. And it's not about the guys that's being inducted that year. Like you're taking the shine away from these guys when they didn't have anything to do with what you're boycotting about, right? So let's say the roles are reversed. Eric Dickinson goes in in the 2019 Hall of Fame class, and these guys want to boycott, right? It's about them now. It's not about my, it's my day. So let me ask this question. You know what I'm saying like, why we have to do it on my day? You know what I'm saying like. It could be another forum to be able to boycott and voice your opinion. But when you're talking about, oh, I'm going to not show up for an induction ceremony just to boycott the Hall of Fame, now you're making it about you and not about celebrating the guys and their accolades. Let me ask ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. And I'm going to be very totally honest with you about uh, and and direct with this question, right? So let's say you're in a situation where you've had a – something happens, you just have an untimely death. Right, that brings an uproar. And people want to protest the situation that happened. Let's, let's say death, but just say in a situation you had like a something happens that comes out there, your civil rights are violated. Right? And you wanna you want people to come out there and protest. But at the same time, let's say something you you about to go to court for something else, right? You're going to court for that. Well people want to protest, they wanna like show like why they feel like what you're going through is an issue. Mm-hmm. And they want to put out there and, and out there to the mainstream. That's what he's doing no. to a certain degree. No. That's really what he's doing. No. That's really what he's doing. So you, you're comparing- he's trying to put his message out. I get it. The message, trying, the message is the key. And what you're talking about is, say he's selfish, but trying to use a certain platform to provide his message on that level. Like how is he selfish for trying to so how many put a message for the greater the good? NFL season, you feel as, as a Hall of Fame, Eric Dixon is a, a, one of the all-time greats, right? Why pick the induction ceremony for the, your brothers that you consider your brothers? Because brother? that's the mainstream of the NFL during the summer. Like That's the news. Oh, not, why would you not? not? Would not you, do you want to make a have a sit-out on July the 21st? Nobody cares. It's training camp. No, we like, talk, yeah, it doesn't no, matter. We're talking about boycotting the induction ceremony. Yes, it makes sense. But then oh, oh, the whole topic is going to be, man, Eric Dickinson and X. That's what he wants. But that's not going to solve the problem. You think the NFL Hall of Fame is going to He's not trying to solve the problem, bro. We now going to... We're gonna pay him. He's not trying to solve the problem. He's trying to elevate his message. It's two. It's two folds with me. He's trying to elevate his message, man. I get it, but there's there's other ways you can do it without taking the line. No, what way can he do it? What can he do it? How else? No, you can do it on when day of the game. Who cares? Who cares? On Friday night, but no. Why would you do it? Who cares about the NFL on Friday night? No, they got the whole banquet and the whole people come through. They got they got festivities all weekend. But there's ways to do it Stop, outside bro. of you know Stop, we're bro. not going to sit Cut on the stage and take the line. But this is supposed to be their special moment. The right? biggest, pro- the biggest problem that Eric Dixon, Dickinson have, the, the, the biggest problem that he's going to have is the Hall of Fame, the NFL Players Association, and the NFL itself. Mm-hmm. And the NFL look at it from a standpoint of well, we give money to the uh, Hall of Fame, but that's not enough. These dudes. 
to me personally, the issue that I got with Eric Dickinson is he's just talking about the Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I got. And I'm doing some research. There's 318 members in the Hall of Fame. Right. My problem with that is what I about the notes. other guys? What about the other guys who should be Hall of Famers and don't get the same pension that they're going to get? You see what I'm saying? So it's know. twofold. Not for him saying that he's being selfish. I don't think he's being selfish. I think he's trying to bring awareness to say, look, the money that these guys getting now, we weren't making it. The base salary back then was forty thousand. That's generation, bro. No, I, I don't disagree with that. But guess what? If you're gonna if you're gonna praise these general managers or the owners and put them in the Hall of Fame and all this, dog, it, w- without the players playing and making that money for them owners, they wouldn't have this establishments that they have now. I get it, bro. But come on. But right, but you still you you still have to get these guys put their life on the line. To make sure that these organizations are here today. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you can, if you, I'm not saying you have to give them the kid and caboodle, but at least, at least give them something to where they can, they can but stay hold above on a water. Second, but hold on a second. We, I think we'd have to take a look at Eric Dickinson specifically. Historically, he's been an antagonist. He's been belligerent. <laughs> he's, been, he's been somebody who's always looking for a platform to draw attention to himself. Right. So I'm not necessarily certain that he's the best person to be carrying a flag for this cause. Really, for any cause for that matter, right? <laughs> Over the course of the year, he's been he's been nasty to people. He, he's definitely uh, created enemies yes, uh, within yes. the NFL mm-hmm. and even amongst uh, even amongst the, uh, the, the brotherhood that is the players and the sports writers as well. They and never not they to never the sports writers. Yeah. They did not often. He was very and he was very aloof. He had a very aloof personality. Uh, that it. since his days at SMU, right? <laughs> exactly. That's since his true. days at SMU, this is his. And he, and anybody talk about entitled? He come off as an entitled athlete. Yeah. Right. So got a lot. At the game, so it remains to be seen how much momentum he can he can really right. uh, he can really develop behind. Right, him. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. I just, I mean, when I say selfish, I'm talking about as a whole, right? He's trying to make it. He's what he's doing is good for the brotherhood. You want them to make money because everybody's not rich that you know played football back in the day. But at the same time, I think it's a time and a place for your call. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you sit out? Bro, causes. Listen, I'm sorry, bro. I'm saying I'm gonna cut you, you off. I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. Causes don't. Anymore, it doesn't really matter. I'm gonna cut you off. Causes, <laughs> causes, <laughs> causes does not have a time or place. It has a purpose, and the purpose is what you want to get out of what that happens, what that demonstration, or what that, whether it's a demonstration, whether it's a boycott. That's you have a purpose. The cause and place don't even matter. But Who cares? It supposed to happen. It's gonna happen. What happened last year? What? That's what didn't happen. What? That's what people like Kyle Listen, a lot of that, a lot of the issues that NFL happen, ha, has had or is happening right now is because they've had the worst CBA deals Without in the history Which of sports. Which is a great point because right now that's the reason going why into CBA negotiations exactly. After the season, and I think the upshot did not right, help them. Frankly, I think the players have other fish to fry. They got bigger fish to fry. What's the, the, at the what, present moment? And what, what, what fish are you talking about? CBA, I think one of the biggest things they need to try to do Elaborate, please. is to get Roger Goodell, right? 
the power away from his powers. It's away from his powers. Exactly. They got you. And handing out punishments. Exactly. You need the outside. You could. Absolutely. They need outside influence. Absolutely. But this is the third party. The third party. Yeah. Absolutely. Outside adjudicator that can take care of. Be willing to say, look. I'm gonna stack me some money to the back because this, that's that's really the biggest issue why they can't get things. Done. It's already happened, bro. If they ain't stack their money now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then they're not they're not willing to extend that process out further than the NFL season, exactly. right? And that's gonna be the issue. They haven't done it at this point. At, at this point right now, you haven't had a a nest egg saved up. There's an issue comes that out of that. Not that simple. No, 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 no. Because first of all, the CBA. I mean, the CBA, the NFLPA, they probably put it out there. Like, listen, this can, these negotiation goals. It's not that simple, James. No, yes, it is. Let's see, yes, it is. Because the, in, in the NFLPA has probably put out something, a disclaimer or a message or a memo saying, listen, these negotiations can go farther and go all the way into the NFL season. It may extend to the next season. You guys need to prepare yourself. First of all, they probably have to – hold on. They have a plan. Hold on. The NFLPA has a – supposed to have like a three- to four-year, five-year plan – that lays out the groundwork to let the players know, listen, these are always going to happen. It can always be this situation. It's always going to happen. You need to address this. Keep your money to a certain level. Your spending habits. And we'll put you in programs. Hold on. We'll put them in programs. Yes, it will. Yes, it is. They put them in programs. They put programs out there to invest their money wisely and to make sure they manage themselves so when they have a stop of labor that they should be ready for all things that's going to transfer, trans happen in that damn stop of labor. Can I respond and to this? Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. I want that. It, it, Donna, it's going to take a vacation. It's easy. Time. Well, you it's should. It's simple. I'm good. It, it, you it, should. The lens through which we view the athletes were supposed to be able to hold, to hold, hold the line when they're in these contract negotiations with those at the, at the top of the food chain, right? So the Tom Brady's, Drew Brees's, um, uh, the Ezekiel Elliott's, for okay. instance, right? I know I'm Absolutely. saying he's in contract negotiations right now. Sidebar, ladies and gentlemen, sidebar. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. This is important because the entire labor force uh, amongst the athletes also involves practice players, for instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? If they're not making millions and millions of dollars. Practice player... How about 300000 not even, maybe fifty-five grand. No, that's, nah, that's wrong. They, they, they that's, not wrong. That's, wrong. Wrong. that's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's actually wrong, bro. It's not no, it's wrong. Okay. It's okay. The, the, the players on the on the practice squad do not make anything remote that they that would resemble the, the contracts of the athletes who play on Sundays. They make more than fifty-five thousand, though. That's Look true. it up. You got the computer in front of you. Look it right up. Here. Right here. I look at it. So in the meantime, for us to say, well, you need to save your, even if it's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand. Okay. Pick a number. That's not even important. Okay. Well, the point is, is that the same issues that the practice players may be, uh, the same challenges or issues that they may have with saving money. Okay. I think you extrapolate that out. That's the same issues that's facing America. We talk about this. We live in Washington D.C. Right. We know that more than 50, greater than fifty percent of Americans, if they get hit with an emergency that that exceeds five hundred dollars right now, right. couldn't address that emergency. Right. That's absolutely. So correct. how can we then say, "I right, fellas"? You know a holdout's coming, saving okay. your money. So they're trying to feed their kids, and me, they're trying to pay their bills, and they're trying to take care of absolutely. their families, right? So let me, let me respond to what you're saying. Because you have very valid points, right? Everything you're saying is valid. But here's the thing, and this is very interesting what you just said. You use that example as practice players. First of all, practice They're part players, of the labor force, is my point. Part of the labor force. And that labor force has to get paid more than the average American. They do. Number one. Number two, the average yeah, American. First of all, the average American. Hold on. The average American. Like 
per hour is making eight dollars. Plus, they're trying to stand up to five, fifteen dollars per hour, which is because so they can match the, the national debt and the labor force. Hold on, hold on. Which which means that the amount of money they're making at McDonald's or any other low, uh, any other other pay wages or any other level of as far as wages are labor, it doesn't even stand even get close to a practice athlete or athlete in NFL or in sports in general. Now. You just made a you made you made some examples we call like Tom Brady, certain athletes out there. What's the example of like AP, who is now in financial debt. debt that did not manage his hundred million dollars the 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 right way as far as moving forward? So his career. So hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. So 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 why is that? Why is that? Hold on, you ask you are asking the average American who listen, and I'm not even gonna talk about low wages or middle wages or or or. You ask, let's say somebody in corporate America or somebody like you and I, we're in Washington, D.C., you just said that. Yep. You're, you're asking the the average um, American in this city, in this area, right, to manage their money wisely sure. so they can produce a future for themselves when they retire and when they get older. And, that, and think about it now, the workforce, think, like, the lifespan of athletes, not 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, Fine. like you and I, or because we all have jobs outside of here. The, the the workforce, your, your lifespan is not 30, 40 years like we have. Their their work their their work span is like ten three to five right. Hold on no 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 but you but you can't but you can't you can't allocate different in the NFL than the other but you can't but you can't allocate but you can't allocate that same logic when you're talking about American people on the the workforce of America versus football and sports entertainment. Who can't? There are those who can't afford. So, Chris, but that doesn't. But no. But yo. But at the end of the day, they still so have. So when a, they start knocking on their players, the but players they still have. And say, hey, man, get a deal done. No, I bro. need my money. No, bro. No, bro. No, no, bro. Between my hundred thousand and an athlete hundred thousand. What I'm saying is, if you told anyone who makes, which who can also hold on, who can also get endorsements, exactly, right, and get sponsorships. And don't have to pay for certain levels of things. You're talking about. You're trying to use the guy today's... in the roster doesn't get endorsements, man. Knock it off. But dog, yes, he does. Stop he gets free. He, get, he gets free cleats. Stop. He gets free cleats. <laughs> he gets a. That's he gets like saying the guy you nah, guess gets a free. Listen, uniform. he gets. <laughs> hold on. He gets. He gets certain things that Dick Sporting good, right? Okay. Yeah. He gets and, a, and he wears and hold on, hold on. to work. And, and what he also job, what he man. also gets to do is what he also gets to do is right. He also gets to go home. Put on a function for people around and, and actually service community in a certain level that he wants to and how he gets spanned on. What you're talking about when he just said three to five years as, as an NFL athlete, right? To expand their net worth the way they need to expand it. Yeah, yes, yes. If you're you on a practice team, yeah, you may not be able to have, but you'll still be able to, you'll afford to certain liberties that you're talking about people at the at America's labor wages at the lowest level would never be able to afford. And at the end of the day, they're still trying to, they need to figure out, you have a short span of what your career going to be. It's not going to be 20 years. It's not going to be 15, 10 years. It can be five years. It can be two, one. At the end of the day, you got to know that that's going to be your reality. And what you're saying is absolutely right. But Yo, they got to know it. So, yeah, you're at the lowest title pool. Yeah, yeah. You may not, in that CBA um, bargain agreement, you may be like, you know what? I want my money. But guess what? And you guess what's going to happen? You know, saying, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, 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 Listen, listen. But the guy on special. Hold on, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He just got called up last week. He may listen, not be able to afford it. But listen, I'm about to tell you. Listen, I'm about to tell you. Listen, I'm about to tell you. I'm going to give you an example outside of that. They may not be able to hold out. 
But those big dogs you're talking about, they're going to lean down them and tell them, listen, you're going to hold out because we need to manage we need to manage what we need we need to do to build the future organizationally wise or just future wise as far as the NFLPA and the players association. So that's like you saying to Ryan, who Ryan Cluck, who you love, you love LSU. You're an LSU fan who was undrafted, who was the was the rep for the Steelers, sure. who was the one one person who said I'm not voting for that new CBA because he felt like it was not fair for all the players, yeah. right? And he was thinking like, listen, it's not about I'm not. Making millions, he he eventually made millions of dollars, right? He also works for ESPN, so he realized I need a career outside of that. He also trains too, right? He trains a lot of different athletes, right? In Baton Rouge and what? So he realized I need to do more because so you know what? Is, is Ryan is no. Ryan Clark the exception or is he the no? He, the he shouldn't be the exception, but he, he should. is. But no, because the NFL developed programs, so he wouldn't be the exception. So everybody can go through the same. If the, NFL, layer if the NFL was about the players, we wouldn't be having this conversation in the first place. But they develop programs. It's not. It's not about the NFL being about players. It's about you being. Style. Hold on. It's about you managing yourself and being like you are the you are the entity. You the person out there, and you need to make sure that you are managing yourself so that you can promise to have something for yourself in the future. Every day we all go out and we manage ourselves. It's not about that. It's not. We all. That's it's, that's what we do. You you need more training to get better. Or something you manage yourself. That's how it works, man. You know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm not trying to preach. I don't disagree with you. I'm not I'm trying to say it's not, that easy. it's not I'm not saying it's easy. Okay. But at the end of the day, it is it it's is something that go to the person. They need it, they need it's on the fall of the person. And it falls on them and they have to prepare themselves. And if I give you three to four or five years and you stepping in you stepping in there, you already got debt. First of all, you're not you don't have debt when it comes to like your scholarship because you went to school, you got you went to school for free. So you're not coming in like like the average student, like me and you and everybody else. Well, not even just you, right? You was a former athlete, right? Like some other folks, right? You have to have that that frame of mind. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, brother. You go ahead, man. Pick up from there. Go to the next uh, topic. The I'm next sorry, topic man. But that was a good that was a good topic. The though, next Chris. topic was the MLB Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't know too much about it right now, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pass this one on to JD since he know more about it than I do. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know we were going to the passing over to me, but so we can go around the table, around the table on this one real quick. Um, it's not a problem with far as the NLB Hall of Fame, but it's more of a Jeter. It's more of a Jeter question. So I want, I want to go with the Hall of Fame. I want, I want to go with is would Jeter be still look the same as the Capion, right, the captain of the Yankees, mm-hmm. the one of the greatest players that ever came to that organization. <clears throat> Well, he be still look the same because the Mars are trash. They are trash. And they're trash since they were trash before he got there. It was better when he before he got there, right? He traded all the, the main pieces away. He traded away uh he traded one of his main Stand. pieces away. Stand yeah. to the Yankees. To the Yankees. Oh, right, yo. <laughs> Getting the home cut oh, discount. Now they thirty they thirty five oh, games oh, over oh, five hundred. Oh, I'm a Yankee. Right? I'm a Yankee fan. Stan been hurt. So, no man. But you still get a home count this when he home, comes we back. Do, we do get an offensive play. Guess what's gonna happen? He's gonna come back in the playoffs and he's gonna be hitting swing and, and, and clean up. Yep. So yep. and your bad line is ridiculous. Y'all been hurt all season. Yeah, we have. So y'all still got like three or four players come back, they're gonna be even beasts. Right. right? So would they look and vote on him the same? Because as as he's got the Jordan syndrome, he's been a he's been a great player and a trash leader. Well, this as far as organization, a CEO, and owner. He's been a trash owner. And so, are they going to look at him the same? Because there are people like, yo, Dawson, and say, I'm not showing up. 
Perez said I'm thinking about it because he's such a trash leader for the Marlins. Is he looked upon the same as far as coming being such a great player and moving on to being management and being I mean being elite I mean being an owner. He look the same. So I'm gonna start with you, Don. Think you definitely different. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm all the way Yankee fan. I think yeah, you are a jump on <laughs> Yankees no, fan. Back in the day, Billy, my man, Billy hitting the third base, hitting dirt on people. But anyway, Billy who? Billy Hope. <laughs> right. Billy Hope. Yeah, Billy Hope. Yeah, Billy, Billy Martin. You know, I'm, I'm Mr. October. So you know his last name. You know you know his last name. I missed October Reggie Jackson. Look, bro. You missed October Reggie Jackson. Was that like 77? When were you born? 76, man. When were you born? Because you're a young dude. When were you born? Hey, bro. I was been a Yankee fan. When were you born? I've always been a Yankee fan. Anyway. Dive into it. I ain't like Key. Key like Boston. The new Boston. Yeah, last week Boston. Exactly. Absolutely. But... I think he needs to – I don't think you can look at him differently. Because what he did in New York, he, he did what he did. Do you separate it? No. Nah. Yeah, you got to separate it. Okay. You got to separate it. Because you got to separate the player from the manager. I mean, from the owner. Mm-hmm. And they're two different things. Now, as an owner, he's terrible. He's he is, terrible. He's, he's Michael terrible Jordan. as an owner. But, but you got to think. And he's a mean. The Marlins was terrible before he even got there anyway. Okay. I mean, it's not, I mean they always been sorry. They always been at the bottom of the, uh, the division. Now, no, 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 you're wrong. No, they, they always no, been no, great. no, no, no. So it's only Tampa so, Bay been the only team that hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow your roll. It's only been two teams that's won the championship in MLB in the last 20 years. No, not two teams. It's only, I'm wrong. It's only been a few teams that's won two chips in the last 20 years in NLB. They're actually, they're the, they're one of the organizations. So they've all, they're now always been terrible. But I'm so like, you got to realize that. Well, okay. The last couple of years, they've been terrible. Thank you. The last couple of years, they've been terrible. Uh-huh. So I don't think you can, like, I mean, you can pound him right now. You can pound mm-hmm. Jeter right now because he is managing the team wrong. But for as a player, he brought it every night for the Yankees. Now, do I think the Yankees should have gave him money down at the end of his career? Nah, because he fell off tremendously. He fell off tremendously. But I do think you need to separate it and judge him for what he did while he was playing with the Yankees. I mean, Derek Jeter is, is, a, is a legend, right? Probably outside of King Griffey Jr. He may be the most popular baseball we agree to that. And so, and so to that end, Barry Bonds. Dang, you just went over Barry, Barry Bonds. You just what a the greatest, the greatest player. Barry, I didn't say greatest. The most popular. Barry wasn't the most popular. He's infamous. I think. Ooh, you're wrong on that. Like, Ooh, you're wrong on that one, bro. This is enough for debate. Bro, it is up for he debate. Was, he was in the contro- he was in the uh, the steroid controversy. Hold on, so, hold on. so he was a beast. At, he was a beast of the Pirates. He was a beast of favorite of the Pirates. What we're talking about? You, you just said it. You made the comment. We, we, we were acting what you said. But you can't, you can't throw the steroids in it. Cut it out, bro. What are you, y'all brought up Barry Bonds, not me. You can't throw the steroids in it. I'm gonna tell you why. Baseball didn't have no issue with the steroids at the time. They didn't okay. have an issue. You're right. Go ahead. They didn't come to Capitol Hill and, 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 and speak and, and testify before Congress <laughs> on the on the basis of steroids. But, but that, right? Hold on, hold on. But that was after the fact when they when they hit all the home during that time. It wasn't no steroid policy. Right. I understand who Sammy Sosa is. I understand who Mark McGuire is. I understand who Barry Bonds is. If you're asking me personally, right, I do think Barry Bonds is one of the five best players, at least in my lifetime. Right, gotcha. I'm 35 years old. But we're talking about sheer popularity. Jeter, multi-championship winner, and he's in New York, right? For one of the most storied franchi- uh, sports franchises in all of American sports. All right, so right. I, I just want to put that to bed. You're right. Yeah. We're not talking about how I, 
this is personal feelings. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And I like Bear, so got that's you. that. But my point is that his reputation solidified, and frankly, I don't really think Vegeta much cares about uh, the participation of the uh, the former uh, front office and uh, the, the management and the coaching staff in relationship to his his induction into the the baseball hall of fame. Not at all, right? There are some choice people that he wants there that were uh, that were teammates of his, whether it's Mariano Rivera, perhaps Alex Rodriguez. I'm not even completely sure. Gotcha. He's concerned with A-Rod's participation. Uh, Gerald Williams. Some of, some of the guys that were in his inner circle, of course, I, I would anticipate the Steinbrenners uh, gotcha. uh, being present as well. But I, I think I, I think Jeter himself considers this the cost of business. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Ray? Man, at the end of the day, it's too early to really judge Jeter. Like I said, he had to tear down the whole entire organization just to put your stamp on it. So when GMs come in, they clean house. And that's what Jeter did. Like, he got rid of the bad contracts that the Marlins had because, look, their attendance is not able to sustain paying somebody. Including Giancarlo Stanton. Right. Paying someone like Stanton 10 years, $327 million, right? And we're not winning. So I commend him for willing to be able to take the backlash of blowing it up, but that's what the Marlins has always done, right? They've won the World Series because of the young talent that they had and added a couple veterans. And they bought a couple. Right, but they've done it really on the young players, you know, coming up through the farm system. So that's what he's trying to do. So I don't really say, okay, I bash him for what he's doing with the Marlins. The Marlins have done that for years. So so how long do we give – how much time do we give Jeter – to fulfill what he's doing what, what before we you, before we start bashing. What, what do you look? The Mets been in got one of the highest payroll, and they still sucking. They've sucked for a decade. But, but, but we're talking about but, you know what I'm saying. So like, so if you say, all right, you give G to ten years, and they do nothing. What makes them different than any other franchise that's up there spending a ton of money and still don't do nothing in the playoffs? That's true. Well, you know and the Cubs were terrible for years. Let me, but hold on, let me ask you this question, right? So you just said something about Jeter. You're like, yo, Jeter. Jeter is just continuing the process that the Mars already defined years <laughs> before he got there, right? <laughs> the same thing. But I think the issues that some of the front office people had, like Dawson Perez, is mm-hmm. they um, he came in and he and he came in with the notion of wipe everybody away. And Chris said this before, like yo, clean house, and and that's and that's understood because you know it's a regime. You want to come in with your people, yeah. but I think what happened was for for them, their personal experience was. He came in, set the tempo, felt like, you know what, the tempo wasn't what he felt like it should have been, yeah. right? He felt like, you know, while we we cleaning house and, no, you know what, it's better to keep these guys. We should keep them in and bring them back to what we're trying to do here because they're, they're assets. But then at the same time when he was trying to clear house, he, he, he didn't say to them, like, hey, listen, you know, we're just going to go a different direction. He was like, you know, we're lowball you. Give you like a lower wage, a lower mm-hmm. salary than what you what you was making right now, and try to force the issue. And then actually came back and tried to rehire them later on when things wasn't going the way they wanted yeah, to go. You can't, so you can't, you can't so he was. That's the issue that they have with him personally. Mm-hmm. Does it should it affect what he does as far as the Hall of Fame? Nope. Absolutely not. Nah. because the guy on the field, the guy was a warrior. His last two years were terrible. And the Yankees was horrible. Three. He was his last three actually. Yeah. He was horrible, but that was because he's a shell of himself. But outside of that, yeah, he but that's, yeah, he lost his stuff. But that, outside of that, anyway. yeah. But outside of that, man, this guy was a phenomenal athlete. 
and a phenomenal player for the Yankees. And he brought so many championships there. He brought a lot. He, of, I think he's more a better leader than probably. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, absolutely. You're right. You're right. He just gave you those intangibles as a leader. Did the things the right way. Led you know. He led and people rallied. Right. Right. And people rallied around him. He was exactly. He was clutch. Right. Without question. Right. And he was clutch. And Jeter could hold that tiger too as Mr. October too. Yeah. And the bigger. And you're right. The but the bigger thing, the, the bigger take for me, this guy used to create a to-go bag <laughs> for the chicks that slept over the night before. And you never right? heard who he met. And you never heard about you it. You never heard about he it. He gave them a to-go, like, well, <laughs> I, I've read that he had, like, whether it's champagne, tickets, things, things that he would, like, align, right? That he would like, yo, how the, yo, how the, he would like, the, yo, these star chicks. I mean, star chicks. For 20 years. That he would be like, you know Guaranteed what? Guaranteed definitely enjoy it. Joe, Listen, for 20, for 20 don't leave. Yeah. Don't leave empty-handed. <laughs> Here, I'm going to give you this to-go <laughs> bag, right? No, no, I'm not. And this is before Uber. I'm going to give you probably a limo ride to where you need to go. Yeah, there's exactly. a car downstairs. Whether it's a car downstairs, whether you got to go to the airport or somewhere oh, else. You got to go. And I'm going to give you this bag. That you need to have for yourself as you move on in life, for and you can for, for twenty years. In whether it was champagne or whatever was going on, this guy was the ultimate professional. That's what I always think about him. Ultimate professional. He wasn't sloppy. Never, never, never. And to this day, ultimate you about professional. Like, right? You're a professional of all professionals, bro. And listen, I salute him. All day, every day, because <laughs> that right there takes time, takes effort, takes a combination of the right people around you. So he he's a good judge of character. So so listen, man, you should be able to get to the Hall of Fame. MLB, no doubt, absolutely. Our next topic, this is gonna be a good one. We're gonna talk about Odell feeling disrespected by the Giants. Disrespected. Is it about hold on? Is it about just Odell? Can we can we add in Eli's comment? Well, hold on. That he felt like he he been winning. We, 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 we <laughs> that we, he won before Odell got there. We're gonna just be Odell feeling disrespectful, right? Feeling disrespected. I'm sorry. And Eli's comment after what Odell said. So we're gonna start off with Ray with this one. What you think about this, Ray? No, bro. The so Giants made him one of the highest paid receivers in the league. They dealt with a lot of his BS off the field. And when you start flirting, talking about other teams, why I need you? Right? We wasn't winning with you. So why do we need you? Like, oh, well, yeah, the, the Patriots got a great organization. Oh, I would love to be in L.A. All right, cool. I sent you the perfect – I went to the NFL jail, right? Until they drafted Baker, Cleveland was the doormat of the league, right? So you can't feel disrespected if someone has done everything for you to make you the best player at the wide receiver position probably in the league, right? They gave you money. You're on the biggest stage in New York. Like, you put up with all your BS. You know, like, what more did you want to, to feel? Why would you feel disrespected? So, so they traded you. So People you, get traded all the time. So do you think it was more about his antics off the field is the reason why he got traded? I think more he flirting like he, he can't. Like, it's like you dating a chick and you talking about other chicks. Like, come on, dog. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, why are you even bringing up the, the Patriots in your, in your conversation? Why are you even talking about, oh, I would, like, I would love to play in L.A.? Like, come on, dog. Like, I don't even think the antics, all receivers got some diva in them. But when you performing and putting up 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, you're going to put up with a lot. And I 
don't think it's just for that. I think it's just for more the distractions. You know, we got this new quarterback coming in, Jones. He might be the future. And you don't want that around your organization, Brandon. And I think that's ultimately why they shipped him out of here. So, Chris, for you, do you, did, do you think it's more of a, it was more of a character issue with Odell? Because Odell felt that he kept the brand alive in New York. Franchise. But th- that's, what he, that's what came out of his mouth. He felt that he kept the brand alive in New York. Like he was he was that guy that kept them on the on the up and up. I, yeah, Odell, you my guy. You know when somebody starts to sit New York is the biggest market in Without professional question. sports. Without question. So, to to the extent that uh, they're featured on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, I don't want to discredit what Odell brings to the table. People will purchase tickets and show without up question. And show without up without and question. Tuning in to see what Odell was going to do next. But the incentive for ESPN to put the largest market in the United States on TV is is it extends move. beyond Odell's uh, participation in the game, right? <laughs> so I just want to set the table and start with that, right? Uh, the Mo- Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football, their biggest draw is the Dallas game, which is the which is the, the first the, game of the, the year, most the most popular franchise. Uh, in in the NFL, and of course in the, the world, Giants. in the world, in the world, in the world, in the New York Giants, which is the biggest market, right? Ain't the so, Saints and the and the division <laughs> folks, the, and the division folks, exactly. So I want to just put that to bed. That said, it seemed like there's there was there's acrimony on both parts, and I think the Giants made an evaluation and said we've had Odell in the fold. We're resetting with a new quarterback. They brought a new quarterback. They, they, they drafted a new quarterback, of course. Eli's on his way out. How many victories does Odell's, uh, with, with Odell, can we guarantee ourselves? How much of a difference maker is he really, right, in the wins and loss column? So do you think, do you think bringing in Saquon Barkley was another key factor, too? Because now you have, a, you have a guy that pretty much is good, as a good, as a good character guy. I don't. I, I, I'm not sure so much character, but what I, I think they are saying is Saquon is Saquon Barkley is the face the of face. the Giants gotcha. moving forward, right? Gotcha. Eli had his time. Uh, we've had a run with Odell, but Saquon Barkley is the face of the organization moving forward, and we don't want any conflict of interest there. Simultaneously, we don't want Odell poisoning Saquon. Mm-hmm. What you think, think JD? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, I was trying to, we were trying to, trying to grab something. Um, listen, I'm with Chris, man. Oh, 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 damn. You tongue tied too? No, brother. Listen, it, it's a, um, it's a fine line between ego and and um, it's where I'm. It, it, it's a, selfish. It's a, Nah, cause that's not. I don't think he's. Uh, listen, I don't think as a, in a team game. I don't think Odell's selfish, right? But sometimes it's a fine line between ego and understanding, right? Your ego plays a lot of different things. Like we all have egos. We wake up a certain. We wake up a certain way. We think things. We think. We think about ourselves in a certain magnitude. And Odell only. Odell's no different. Odell thinks like, listen, I am a commodity. I am a great entertainer. I'm a great player. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with players. Who feel like they are great players, who produce, who are out in the, in, in, in the forefront and doing the things they should be doing because they are and they should be celebrated that way. But I'm with Eli to a certain point. 
Like, they were winning before you got there. They actually won two Super Bowls before you got there, right? And what Chris said was right. I mean, Dallas is a prime, is the leading organization Five in the world, plus. right? The most, the, the most, um, um, Say expensive, but it's the most. It, it is the leading organization with five billion dollars, five billion plus. plus. Yeah, the so the Cowboys sure. and the Giants are also a leading organization in in the different things they do, and part and they part of that top ten, top fifteen list. So they've been making money before you got there. They've been selling jerseys before you got there. They've been doing a lot of positive things, a lot of financial greatness before you got there. Um, but the way you play on the field did give them other opportunities. To be seen, right? I remember it was a game, a Monday night game against the Falcons, against the, against the Giants. <laughs> and if you're not a Giants fan or a Falcon fan, you can care less about that game. But if Odell playing, you like you're an Odell fan, like hey, I'm gonna go watch Odell play. And you watch the game, but in my mind, I, as a Falcon fan, I was like, why did anybody else watching this game? But two different, those super fan base. But man, listen, the guy is a, is a great athlete. I wish you just focus on the things on the field. Um, I listened to the whole GQ interview. I mean, I read the whole t- GQ interview, and I thought it was a lot of different um, polarizing things he said. Um, but I, that particular piece, that type of spot point right there, I feel like he should probably just stay away from. Yeah, uh, I would think it would have been great for him to just focus on how he's transitioned, how he's moving forward, how he's putting – he wants to put Cleveland on his back and be great in that atmosphere because he has a – the thing about the Giants is a great fan base. It's more of a corporate fan base. That fan base he's dealing with in Cleveland totally is that that I ain't gonna say ratchet, ratchet. They ratchet. No, they rowdy. They rowdy. They rowdy. We have experienced it personally ourselves. Rolling through that, they were like, they no, they jumped on our car. They jumped on our car. They jumped on our rental car at that. Like we were like, dog, it's a rental. Get off, <laughs> right? So they so, like they jumped on the car. They started yelling, "Who that?" They start barking around the car, Uh-oh. and they jumped on and start barking. <laughs> so Listen, I'm saying, sometimes you can have a divorce and just end amicably. Exactly. Right? It was it was best. I thought it was best for them for for Odell to go his direction. Yeah. The Giants are saying, you know, we've we've yeah. had about enough. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Can we let's be friends? Right. But we don't need to be married anymore. So let <laughs> so let me ask this question. Now he's going to Cleveland. He's still not going to be the man. But it's not that he's not the man. But that fan base, if he's they great, they no, they're they gonna love First him. First of all, if he's but, but great, but it's the thing though, Baker Mayfield is still the numero uno. That's cool. But that. it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, listen, as somebody who's a, who's a fam, family friend, somebody that I know, Ozzie Newsom, yeah, never won a championship in, in Cleveland. One of the greatest tight ends ever. Will always be revered in that area, in that did, place. Did Ernest Barnett kill him twice? Yeah, he did. But Ozzie was still a boss. No, he was. Played great. And at the end of the day, bro, like, that's who you play for. You play for the people who watch you, who support you. And that dude right there, if he can do that and win there, which I don't think they're going to do anyway, but if he can do that and win there, man, listen, bro, they're going to be, he's going to be celebrated, he'll be respected, he'll be revered, he'll be a legend. And that's a city you want to be a legend in. The Giants, yeah, you want you can be a legend there, but I can't even, I ain't going to lie to anybody. Ask Derek Jeter. Listen. But no, he's that, but Yankees treat the Yankees, Yankees fan base treat yeah, themselves yeah, they, different they, they, than Giants. Yeah. Go ask Pesico, is he is he celebrating in in New York? But dog, but he but did he catch the pass? Exactly. Ask, listen, where's David Tyree right now? 
Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Exactly. So listen, the Giants fan base are fickle, bro. They they're more about the organization, less about the players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is why Eli still gets dumped on, like when he gets dumped on. If you oh Phil Sims, ask is he getting celebrated there? Jeff Hosteller, as he getting that say did they tell Lawrence Taylor, don't sniff that? Yo, <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, like listen, exactly. were they Yo, a part of the Yeah, were they a part of the process of you being being celebrated in a city like New York. So New York is a very micro-minute type city. Like, yo, you can do great right there, but then at the end of the day, they move I on. I hate Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> he did. I'm not saying, but I'm talking about, you're talking about at that point. I'm talking about. Even now. I don't know now if he gets, he still probably gets say, but go ask. Okay. Let me give you a great, great example. Your strawberry. What's my man? The picture. Dwight Gooden. Dwight Gooden. Yeah. yeah. As Doc Gooden, but he never enjoyed that experience. And that experience really has wrecked his life. Now, it costs personal decision also, but that experience in New York wrecked his I life. Think if you win in New York, you're successful in New York. You they won in New York, though, but they still want to get out no, of there. No, you may not get a statue outside of the stadium, but you, can get, you won't buy another steak in the city. Yeah, but how great is that when you at Your meals are free for life. Well, Lawrence Taylor's like, good. But, no, but how great is that if you still got to go to rehab and go through different issues and tribulations in life over and over again because the situation you was in and you didn't have and you and you had no nose to anything you can get access. I think to. Odell's going to be successful in, in Cleveland. I really think they have an opportunity to do. Yeah, they, have they, have they, have nice they have a good team, oh, dog. Good. Yeah. On, on paper, yeah. on paper, I agree. I do think it's a lot of hype, and I'm not sure that they can live up to the hype. So I think they. I, maybe that's an even better question is, what do you define success? How do you dis- define success for Cleveland this season, right? Is it getting in the playoffs? Would that be enough? Would it be winning the division? Do they need to get to the to the uh, AFC Championship? Or do they have to get all the way to the Super Bowl? How do you define success? Are, I think you, to the playoffs, are you asking us? Yeah. Throw the question around. What do you think, bro? I, I think getting to the playoffs. And, and this is why. They haven't been to the playoffs in years. Years. They went two seasons where they only won one game. A couple of seasons where they only won one game. I think getting to the playoffs is the biggest thing. Now, if they do get to the playoffs, they are one of those teams in the right situation. They they probably can get to the um, AFC Championship or either to the Super Bowl. But I do think getting to the playoffs should be the first step. But th- that's just me personally. Sure. But but as a team, as a team in their mind, they think they're good enough to get to the Super Bowl. So let's see how it plays out. Let me ask you a quick question, and we're going to jump into the holding. Training cap holdings. But we talked about last week about Ezekiel. But we're going I want to talk about Gordon and a couple of others. And I want to throw about Thomas since I got New Orleans people here too. Yeah. But um <clears throat> quick question about that. We were just talking about that just a minute ago, right? And you were talking about their expectations. Because they can get to the playoffs. The expectations. I mean, the, the focal point's always been two teams in that division. Well, that's true. Steelers mm-hmm. and the oh, Ravens since yeah. they've been there. Yeah. Do you think they've got less talented because of because of the Browns, because the Bengals ain't gonna get ain't gonna put up a front. Yeah. So do you feel like I feel like listen, well, this, the Ravens, this is the, the Ravens, lose. listen, the Ravens actually put the their up for grabs. hold on the Ravens up for grabs, and I feel like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This the Ravens the same way we're putting in for Baker, the Ravens are putting in for Lamar. Sure. And they're putting in, and I saw Lamar sitting there on an interview. He said, I, I gained seven, ten pounds. His neck looked a little stronger. His back was a little bigger. <laughs> I didn't think that could happen. I was like, yo, but he looked, his neck looked thicker. And I said, man, dog, your head looked bigger, your neck looked thicker. I'm like, okay, hopefully he can keep running them. But 
At the end of the day, he been in the gym. Nah, he's been working out. He looked like he didn't get out. He looked like Lamar looked like he has been. He's got bigger. He's got stroke, and it looks like the Ravens are investing him and investing more in other aspects of that defense too. So, yo, real quick, what do you think who gonna win that division? Because Steelers ain't going away. Because they got rid of Weston, they they ain't going nowhere. So, what do you feel like how that division gonna work? I think it's gonna come down to Cleveland and uh, the Steelers. You gonna do? You not even thinking about the Ravens, who still had a supreme defense before they had Thomas. That's true. They had a they had a great defense last year without Thomas. Then losing my man with the Jets from University of Alabama, losing him, the middle Mosley. linebacker Mosley. Mosley was a great player. But for didn't him. they pick up somebody for linebacker though? Oh, bro, don't matter, bro. Until Lamar showed me he can throw the ball consistently. That's right. That's gonna be their problem. Well, well, you cannot run in today's NFL and be successful and win a championship. Running the ball forty five. No, and, and you and you're right. That's just not so. Do you think they win the division? Then who's the, who do you think the Kings? Between Pittsburgh and Cleveland, and I think Cleveland got enough talent to to, to edge Pittsburgh right now. Mm. Not to mention like the got. defenses have had another year to really plan for uh, for Lamar, right? But, but they, it's the same oh, thing, whoa, for, Baker the same thing so for Baker. It's the same thing for Baker Mayfield. True, this is true. But, but, but Baker's more thing. versatile. Baker's whoa, whoa, whoa! But who got in the playoffs last year? Yeah, I mean, Baker, who who took their team to the playoffs? I think if Baker would have started so now, the season, you're asked the question is: Well, he played he played at the like the fourth Odell game, third or fourth the game. Top. That's I'm the question. He would have started the season, but Lamar started. He Can didn't start Odell the season either. The top, right? That's saying. why they acquired. He didn't that game so, eight. I think Cleveland would have made the playoffs if, if Baker would have started the season. So, but how, whoa, 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 why Lamar did not start the season though? But they, so they, why? They what's the difference? What's the difference between either? Well, Baltimore had a better team. Than what Cleveland had. Oh, Come oh, on. Oh, no, 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 no. The reason why, the reason no, why Cleveland, no way, the reason why Cleveland didn't make the playoffs because their kicker blew four games. It was it was it didn't have nothing to do the quarterback. They blew four Saints games. Lost to they blew they, they lost to the they lost to the Steelers. Lost to the Saints. Oh what missed the field goal? Lost to the Saints. Lost to Tampa Bay. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the fact that they had bad gifts. It wasn't the fact that they had bad quarterback play. If they if their kicker make those kicks, they in the playoffs. They in the playoffs. So don't get me wrong. I do agree with James. The Steelers not going away. Baltimore not going away. Cleveland is going to have to earn their way in the playoffs. It's not. It's not. Is just the AFC North the strongest division? I think so. In AFC. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In AFC. And you got to hold on. You got to realize. Hold on. You're trying to talk about you. Talk, you're you're focused on Baker and other players. Thomas is a playmaker. Yeah, for for the Ravens, he's gonna make that defense greater. He's a quarterback back there, and he's gonna study. He and he's gonna neutralize what Baker does. Great. How many so games wins the division? Ten. 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 Because it's gonna be very competitive. Ten and six get you in the, get you in a lot of hard hit, a lot of I great play. Ten and six. Ten and six in that division, but I don't think it's the best. I think it's two. It's I didn't two say it was the best. I think the AFC. I think they are. Yeah, I think in the AFC is two divisions. I think that's gonna be standout. Oh, AFC West. Oakland, Kansas City, Bro. the Chargers. Bro, Oakland, that's be a good division. Oakland. Listen, I'm out. Okay. And I'm a Raider. That was my okay. first starter jacket, just so we clear. So <laughs> listen, okay. listen, let me just say something. Listen, Gruden lied. They're going to the Peace Bowl. <laughs> They're going to the Peace Bowl. <laughs> They're going to the Peace Bowl. Gruden said, we're not going to the Peace Bowl. Yes, you are. You're going to Peace Bowl. That's they called Vegas next season. That's called Vegas bowl. next year, bro. You're going to the. You're, you're going to it. 
they go into that little bowl in Charlotte with the, the belt bowl or something like that. Yeah. So, belt. so Donathan, man, what you let's jump into um since you hosting there, let's jump into let's jump into the uh to our holdouts in the NFL because we got a lot of holdouts yeah. going on and that I think that's a very uh, I think, interesting topic we can close out on. All right, so Zeke and, and hold on and and we and unfortunately missed our last episode. Yeah, maybe you didn't, and maybe you didn't listen to it too. <laughs> uh, so 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 we, we we got on Zeke Coop and and Dak very heavily last week. I want to jump on this question for you because. And I want to throw it to the table because we got Saints fans here. Right. I'll make it first. Y'all, ain't, Saints ain't got a lot of money left. Don't need it. And Thomas wants twenty million. 20 million. And I'm gonna start with you, Donathan. Do Thomas get to camp before the season start? Yeah. Because he is holding out heavy, and we don't listen. We don't want fanship. We want honest opinions at the Arkansas Brothers podcast. So first for you, how you feel Thomas deal gonna work out for him? Will he make it to camp? Or not? I think he makes it to camp, but I think after about another week of negotiations. Mm. I think another week of negotiations, he makes it back to camp. And, and this is why. Is he holding out because he wants to see who the max receiver? Because, you know, Julio money yeah. is on the table right now. But, but, the but, best receiver but, in, but in you the know NFL. What? But you know what, though? This, 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 is, this is the thing. How much you want to put yeah. on Thank, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Thomas. But sorry. anyway, hold on. Oh, we're going to ask that real afterwards. Go ahead, bro. We'll sidebar that. We're going to have that real fast. With Thomas... I'm like, dude, get your money. I think that's where a lot of dudes fall short of. Mm-hmm. They worry about what everybody else is getting. Mm-hmm. If get what you worth. If you feel that you worth twenty, then you try to get your twenty. But if they don't give you twenty, then you get right up under twenty. Mm-hmm. Don't be waiting on somebody. Because look, soon as he sign, soon as you sign your deal, somebody gonna sign a deal after you anyway. So get what you feel that you worth. So quick question: Should he go with a shorter deal then? Right? Well, because we he's in his, he's in his he's going to his prime years. Why give a five year deal? Go two years, get your get your get forty million, and then move forward. Well, so when you can resign two years later when you're like actually in your prime. I don't disagree because we already had this conversation. Absolutely, we already had. This. Kirk Cousins has laid the groundwork for these dudes, yes. and they're not listening. Get your guaranteed money. If, if two years forty million, so that means you're gonna get another contract after your third year and playing with the Saints. He has produced. So get the forty million and then get another contract. Probably gonna pay you one hundred twenty million. Okay, you gotta secure the bag. We understand. We understand. I think we said that. Yeah, we huh? We said that. Yeah, you gotta understand we the understand context that. of the of the NFL contract. However many years he needs to get, and however however much he seek it in terms of guaranteed money, he needs to try to max that, right? I add parenthetically, this is Keyshawn Johnson's nephew. So if we have any indication of how Keyshawn negotiates, <laughs> we should expect Michael Thomas to negotiate the same way. The argument that the Saints make, though, is that your numbers are, are inflated based upon Drew Brees' performance, which is to say their argument is, would you be doing or would you be getting these numbers if you were, you were aligned to a different team, right? Drew Brees, his accuracy and the success that he's experienced at the quarterback slot is what inflates your numbers. We saw this with Michael Colston. Why, why can't I mean, be Marcus Colston rather? Why can't why can't be vice versa? Because hold on, hold on. He's proven that. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The receiver that at what's the receiver for the uh, for who 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 you never you, you want to give a deal to? They end up going to New England. You trade New England with the Rams. Cooks. Cooks getting the same numbers right now. Cooks. Getting the same numbers, same numbers right now. Yeah. Wasn't with the Saints. He's not with the Saints. Well, he getting the same from, numbers. He went from, 
He, he got the same numbers with the, he got the same numbers with New England, same numbers with, with the, Rams. the Rams. And who the better quarterback at the Rams? And, uh, so please tell me, why do you feel like it's Dubreeze inflating instead of the other way around? He went from a great organization Ooh. in the Saints to a great organization in New England okay. to an up and coming mm-hmm. organization with the Rams. But his numbers went up with He's the not Rams. In Siberia, though. But his names with the his numbers went up with the Rams. So it doesn't make sense <laughs> what you're saying. So what you're saying don't make sense. Let me tell you the reason why. The reason why his numbers went up with the Rams. He's the feature receiver, right? He was, no, the, listen, I think Robert Wood more the feature receiver. No, nah, even just that, he was the feature receiver with the Patriots. It doesn't make sense. The feature with the, he's the same thing. He put the same rule with the Saints. It doesn't make can, sense can, what you guys are saying, up? bro. Right. Yeah. Can I talk? Bro, y'all not talking real smart I'm football stuff, bro. Not play. at all, bro. Yeah, not at all, bro. You're not. You're not talking real smart football stuff, bro. Outside of Michael Thomas, the Saints have never really featured any receiver. Right? It's always whoever's open, Breeze is going to hit. Right? The last three years, they have had nothing outside of We Michael featured Thomas. Graham, the tight end. We right. featured but, Graham. But yeah, but I'm saying, and Michael Tom, Graham was like the exception to the rule. But like, you can from the receiver standpoint, sure, sure. it's always been whoever's open, we hit him. Breeze has dominated and locked on Thomas for the last three years. Thomas has a great gripe of getting his money. He will get it. But at the same time, if his gripe is I need to be the first to give me twenty million a year, that is that is ridiculous. Because as soon as you sign it, Julio's gonna make twenty one, right? It's it's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like you getting paid nineteen point. Let's say they offer you nineteen million. You're the highest in the league at this point. No, his contract is it's one million. No, I'm saying the, the contract that nine. they're gonna offer him. One point one point one nine. You know what I'm saying, but. It, the contract is on the table. He's getting paid. Will be the highest paid in this league. Like you're right. You you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? He's going, and I don't really have a problem with him holding out a training camp because he's been there all off season, right? So generally, most cats don't really want to be there for training camp. Whether they no, <laughs> they don't want to get hurt. Like you see all these injuries happening up now. I don't have a problem with him, you know, missing training camp. I think as long as he gets in around that week three, weeks preseason, that week of. And I think he's going to beat up for the regular season. Because if you miss games in the regular season, dude, you're eating up your $1.1 million exactly. that you earn, right? Like, you know what I mean? And then they, it's about making money in the NFL. Without question. So I think he'll get it. It's just a matter of time. All right, J.D., last note. I mean, everything you guys I, I You know, I don't want to take this time to talk about Thomas. I care less. Um, not a fan of the Saints. You want but I want to I want to give my I want to give my time back to to just open the floor on that conversation we just had right now, right? Real quick and just oh, dive into that real fast because I thought that was very interesting because Thomas situation is very is very um is is very unique in a lot of different levels, right? You have an Asian quarterback who has a stud of receiver who has produced over the 3 years he's been there and his years has increased at the same time when Cook was there, and Cook was also a productive receiver. You didn't want to pay him. Maybe it's his. Maybe his measurable wasn't what you thought it should be for a prime receiver. But this kid's three six three, and he gets doubled. He gets a lot of different ISO situations, and he produced. Now he didn't produce in an actual NFC Championship game, which you guys love to like talk about all the time. <laughs> you guys, you didn't think that yo, you lost. He actually did produce great. Where, where Atlanta was. Yes, he didn't do. Oh, we didn't get lost. But Julio, when he was in, he was in this NFC Championship game, Julio was a beast. As a, as far as Super Bowl, your boy didn't. Yo, Thomas did not produce. He had like three catches. They say they're gonna shut him down. He didn't. He didn't. He had three catches. And the last catch, the last thing he did was stopping that route and got intercepted. But anyway, yo, at the end of the day, the dude has been a phenomenal player Absolutely. for your organization. Absolutely. So you should reward him. He will. And so I want to flow y'all because y'all said yo he, he should. I hope he gets his 
So he should get his money. But you don't feel like he should not do a shorter deal? Two years? He's he's like 26, 27. Right? Why not? Why not? If his sticking point is, I need to be the first to ever get 20 million. I get it, but you can get twenty million for two seasons. Right, but well, why not? Why not take a? Why not take a short deal? Because because here's the thing. Who cares about the years? Here's the it's thing about the guaranteed money. money. Yeah. Right. right, it's if not about the years. Exactly. If you perform, exactly. Look what Zeke is doing. Right, Zeke is like, I got my fourth season coming up. I got a fifty option. I'm yeah. holding out now. Yeah, because so, he owes. So even if Michael Thomas, he doesn't have a fifty yard. Hold on, he went to camp today. He doesn't have a fifty yard. He showed up today. Well, he has. He don't, but Zeke does. But no, no, he no. Zeke doesn't have an option. Z the team, the team no, has a franchise. That is not an option. It's a franchise. No, no. first rounders have a fifth-year option, and the team has the option to pick up. Listen, that's what Zeke has. You're not listening. He doesn't have an option. The team has the option. The team option. They're going to pick it up regardless of if he has or they, don't. We don't know their deal. Because running backs can run to the ground. Running backs can run to the ground. He's not 24. Zeke's like 26 years old. Michael 25. signed a four-year deal. After about three years getting just about a bulk of all this guaranteed money, he can hold out if he wants. He can pull up Zeke and say, look, I want my money now. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that go to the shorter deal because the market's going to reset. It's going to change. Absolutely. NFL players always focus on like, yo, let me get that that, that upfront money. Yeah, that's great. But, bros, at the end of the day, yeah, you may, if you get hurt in two years, yeah. But if you get your guaranteed money, the checks will still come in. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, the market's going to reset for your position. Exactly. And it's going to expand. Listen, listen. At the end of the day, you talking about Thomas. They're watching Thomas. Guess who's watching Thomas? Julio. Cooper. Julio. Not Julio. Julio this season. Cooper's thinking about next Hold year. Hold on. And, and, and Coop's thinking. And, and Coop's sitting there like, oh, yeah, I'm about to be 25. I'm a prime receiver. You just, you're a five-plus billion-dollar organization. I want 20 points. And guess who's sitting behind all of them? Who's that? Hopkins. And Hopkins come out next, <laughs> right? So that's the logic, bro. Like, oh, oh, oh. you got and Dallas, Dallas got a big pie. Oh, exactly. Oh, they got a big exactly. pie to try to slice. Devontae Adams behind him too. And yeah. the, all the players, <laughs> all you sitting back thinking about is all yeah. these great players, great receivers are thinking about, bro. More my time comes up. That's what Cooper said. You know, I show up at camp because he knows the Marlins can reset mm-hmm. after this season. And next season, he can be like, you know what? You can, you can, um, you can actually think about giving me my money and making this deal I'm now, going. or not even just I'm going. But yo, when you franchise me, the franchise the market value. So twenty one, twenty million, you got a franchise for. Okay. So that's the issue. Like the money's going, he gonna get your money regardless. That's the difference, bro. That. That's the difference. Go ahead, bro. The Saints, the Saints don't really find themselves in contract holdouts too often. Yeah. Um, in fact, they ain't even hold out with Brandon Cooks. They traded him in the middle of the season, right? Right. So was it middle of the season or was it like before the season started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before the season started. Yeah. Before the season started. But he was traded is the point. The bottom line is Michael Thomas is in position to get his bag. He's he's uh he's using his leverage. Really, it's unfortunate with the NFL players. The only real leverage that they have is to hold out yep. during this time of year. That's what Gordon's dealing with out in San Diego. He's trying to hold out to get more money. He's not getting backed uh, by the players, though. We heard the, the comments that, that uh, Philip Rivers made this week, which is really damning. Yeah, you, know you know what? You know what? Dive into that right quick, because I'm glad you brought that up. When he said, we deep in the position, I'm like, bruh. And your boy, Honey Badger, said, damn. 
Like, bro, how you gonna say it about one of your one of your players trying to get that bad? But go ahead, Chris. Chris, Chris get away with that. The thing. Y'all notice now the true colors of quarterbacks are coming out. Because this is the thing. Everybody says it's a passing league. It's a passing league, blah, blah, blah. But when you don't have that running back that can get yeah. you them yards in the playoffs. Yeah. And see, that's what you don't want. Here's a guy, Melvin Gordon, what, third in the uh, touchdowns, all that. So oh, wow. he takes a lot off of Phillip Rivers. When Eccles and all the other dudes are not performing, he comes in to catch the ball in the backfield. You run draws between the tackles. And I think now a lot of these quarterbacks are feeling themselves coming out saying, well, yo, you're not here. We can do this and this. That's a problem. Because what you do with other players, keep your stuff in-house. I think Phillip Rivers is frustrated, though. I think Phillip Rivers is frustrated with Gordon uh, entering into his holdout this year. They just had a big year last year. They lost to uh, they lost to New England um, in the divisional in the divisional round, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I think Rivers is like, man, you know, it's coming down it's coming down to the end for me. I really want all my players on deck. We really want to have all our weapons in place. And now we're, we're dealing with a hold holdout. Not to mention, not to mention, I get the impression based on how Rivers responded to the holdout. That Gordon has been somewhat of a distraction or a problem in house for the Chargers prior to this holdout. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask this question. To me, but I still think. If, oh, oh, let me say this. When it comes to quarterbacks, they get their money without any questions asked. Absolutely. That's the and I, and I think that's what running backs are starting to see. I don't like, know. Oh, I'm I don't a quarterback. Know. Dak might be the Dak is Dak wants his bag right now, right? He's exactly. not entering into a holdout, but he's definitely in negotiations with the Dallas Cowboys. And now he's got Zeke, who's entering into a holdout. Who I think the implications of the Zeke contract will obviously have an impact on uh, on, on Dak's re-up. Dak should have held out. Yeah, that would have sent the. And well, that's more important to the success of the money than that deal with that then. Who, who more successful? Yo, Dak is more important than the Cowboys than Zeke. No, it's been proven. When Zeke don't, proven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, when Zeke bro. don't play, them jokers don't win. Say, bro, you don't have Dak, you ain't not in position to do nothing. Bro, when they didn't have Zeke, they didn't make it to the playoff. When they, and Zeke, had, and, and, hold on, Dak played the whole year. Shot. Hold on, Dak played the whole year. When Zeke was suspended, did the Cowboys make the playoffs? How many games did the Cowboys win that year? It ain't about making a playoff. I don't care. What, what you mean? quarterback, though. Yo, how many games did the Cowboys win locking when Zeke got hurt? Locking back up is not about success. It's about infrastructure, right? You got infrastructure, bro. Yeah. No quarterback, you, no, you no set the table at the quarterback position was set for the next half decade, decade at our quarterback side, and everything else falls around that, right? You know you gotta, you gotta, you have to establish yourself at the quarterback position, and that's what that does. It's not necessarily right. about... Not necessarily right. about numbers, right? right. It's, it's saying Dak is our foundation, and we build from the ground up with Dak, which is the smart money. So right? why, so why do you want to give Dak a hometown discount? Why would Dak take a hometown discount? No, I'm just saying. That's what well, hold on, hold on. And, 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 you just, and you just said something very, very um, important right quick, right? So you're talking about why Dak shouldn't take a hometown discount. But you made a point earlier about Phillip Rivers, I'm, I, and I listened to what you were saying just then. For the Rivers looking at it like I'm at the end of my career. Yep. Um, uh, I want why are we holding out? But at the end of the day, first of all, one we all also said this on the table. We want we're all about pro app. We're about pro athletes getting their money. We want the athletes get sure. their money. We're, we're, right. we're pro to that. But you said something about Phil Rivers, and it's very disappointing for me because he's from Alabama. He's like for Athens High. But the Athens High, I know I know him as as father. Um, um, but 
Philip Rivers has actually been the disappointment than losing playoff games. Yeah. Right? Outside the one, New England one, maybe like 10 years ago when he had a torn ACL. ACL. Yeah. He's actually last season when they played. He's him, he was play. awful right. in a playoff game with them last year, right? Yeah. And it's always been the talent around him that's elevated him. Yeah. So that's the thing. Bro, you should you know you need the talent around you to play to play great so you can be great in the environment you're in. Yeah, you're I mean, dog, I I mean he's a dog. So I like it's clear he's questioning Gordon's value to the success. So he should question himself because when he go to the playoffs, he's trash. But he never But he himself. has a contract. Exactly is what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying. I got my money. I got my money. You are, but he has been trade trash for them in the playoffs for their organization, their team, and overall. So I'm like, bro, you have a comment about your player trying to get money, get his money. By the end of the day, you got your money. I don't even get your money. You and your ten kids. I've been enjoying this success and you feel your labor, one right? On the way another. Yeah. And you yeah. are rationally trash on the playoff field when they get in the playoffs. He has been straight trash. When they even went to the there's a thing, when they even went to the AFC championship game against New England ten years ago with the twenty ACL, it was off of him. It was off of it was off of L T. Yeah. So it was like his play has never elevated them to win meaningful games. It's always elevated him to go great, go do great but in the playoffs. Has, has I mean, in the regular season. Yeah, he had. For as long as Eli's been. But, yo, but, you, but he <laughs> needs talent around him. He needs other foundational pieces around him for him to be successful. And that's what I'm saying. So he should actually employ, like, listen, we want him to get, we need to get his deal done so that he comes in and come ready because we need him. Not, we not say, hey, we have a deep roster at running back. Because, yo, you, they can say we have a deep roster at quarterback because you ain't done nothing in the playoffs. Right. You've been straight trash for us in the playoffs. Absolutely. The and organization's the organization's not moving on from there. And you need a household name when you're moving. But he's not even the best quarterback in L.A. The kid for the Rams is better than him right now. Oh, I agree with that. And he doesn't have less stats. But he's a better, he is a, and he is the better coach. No, he does. maybe not. Defensively, yes. But overall, the Rams is a better organization have the better, and has the better quarterback. And he's straight trash. And then guess what? They pay their running back, who their running back for the Chargers is giving the same stats. Exactly. Bro, that's what I'm saying. I'm, and I'm not coming at you. I'm pro Gordon. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm speaking on the part of Phillip Rivers. That's not to say I agree with Phillip Rivers. Absolutely. I'm just telling you what I think is important to do. And, and the exact reason for every cross the table, I think everybody's absolutely right, yeah. man. I ain't got nothing else to say that. So, well, you ready to close it down, brother? Yeah, yeah. We uh, come to the end of our. Episode 17, we had great topics today, great energy from all the brothers, and uh, we're going to start with Chris, your final words. Uh, I think this is a big uh, big summer. I'm going to switch to the NBA real quick. I think this is a big summer for the NBA. This is the most, we talked about a couple weeks ago, the parity that they have across the league. Um, I think this is a big summer. Obviously, one of the issues that they were, they're going to uh, dig in, yeah, they're going to investigate it in tampering. Um, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. I think it's virtually impossible. I think they're putting out this type of statement and at least undergoing the uh, the preliminary actions in terms of investigation in relationship to the optics of tampering versus the actual impact of it, right? It looks bad, but there's no way around it at this point. And it seemed like this was the first year that they really embraced it. So I enjoy the NBA summer, right? You look on NBA Twitter, it, NBA Twitter was a buzz. I'm sorry, NBA Twitter was a buzz the entire summer. So I'm looking forward to the NBA. So I'm going to pick it back on what Chris said. So 
Adam you gonna do? Wait, wait, wait. You go. You gonna do what now? I'm gonna piggyback off. Of piggyback. Millennials. Piggyback. So, Adam Silver, I know you're gonna be checking out this podcast. If yes. it's not broke, don't yes. fix it, baby. The NBA has been the hottest as it ever been. Without question. Leave well enough alone because no one has talked about the NFL this offseason. So, if you want to tamper with, you know, why people, you know, talking outside, that's going to always happen. So, leave well enough alone. It's been an epic podcast. And uh, download it on all your platforms, man. J.D.? Hey, man, I appreciate this. Uh, episode 17 has been epic. It's a good podcast, man. And I'm not going to piggyback on anybody else's uh, comments going yeah, moving forward by the NBA. Yeah. I just, I'm just enjoying this offseason, man. It's been a good summer. You know what I mean? It's, it's sometimes it's very – I'm more of a uh, IG Instagram personality in my friend as far as what goes on. So this hot girl – City city boy summer is very interesting to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's funny because you know I don't know what either means. But you know what, man? I'm enjoying it, man. And yo, listen, man, we're moving forward. I'm loving what we're doing. So let's go with it, brothers. And final thoughts from D Spring, Mr. Uh, you know, cutting people off. <laughs> Mr. Cut off. Mr. Cutting people off. <laughs> he dropped his voice. <laughs> yo, I, I enjoyed this today, episode 17. Glad to be back. You know, my home. We appreciate my you, brothers. brother. You know, it's a great episode. And you know, I'm going to give a shout-out to the Sprint guys who I went to get a new phone today, and they downloaded the Argon Brothers on Instagram. So I get a shout-out to Sprint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want shout to give a shout-out to a couple of people that we need sponsorship. Are back at the crib and from South Carolina who uh, downloaded the IG on Facebook and Instagram as well. So shout you know, out we out here trying to make everything right. Shout-out to South Carolina. And I appreciate everything that's going on with the brothers, and let's keep pushing on the next week. Hey, hey shout-out to Apple. Apple Podcasts, yo, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Every platform we own, our heart, Chris eating ice. Right. I mean, yo, man, we're just we're just happy that yo, like yo, that y'all take care of us, that y'all doing moving forward, man. And, yo, we we love what we're doing. Anchor, everybody, Podbean, man, we all in, man. So, so, bro, you want to take us out, man? What, what what you got for us? You got a little knob, you know that that tap with Meek Millie. <laughs> Oh, Nas. I, I think they said Nas, but I, I, I didn't even, I didn't put an S on it, okay? <laughs> oh, yo, it must be, it must be Nas. No, he said Nas. Oh, okay, got you, we got you, man. Absolutely, man. Puerto Rican look like J-Lo Well, they try to stop me, I ain't paid up